Hi there, I'm Dr. Paula McDonald, and welcome to my podcast, Live Today. It's here that together we'll explore the concept of balance as God designed it to be for us, His children. Balance of the mind, the body, and the spirit. And it's what I've named Theosynthesis, and it's here waiting for you. everyone, and welcome to the podcast, Live Today. We're going to dive in today, and I'm, first of all, I'm just super excited that this is our first podcast, and we thought about it, that we're actually launching this on Friday the 13th, and that is typically a day that everybody goes, oh no, it's Friday the 13th, bad things are going to happen. One thing I've learned about words and speaking them out loud is you're speaking truth into whatever's coming out of your mouth. And so I've ruminated on the whole releasing the program on Friday the 13th and did a little research on why is Friday the 13th considered to be so scary and so unlucky. And it took me all the way back into that first century when there were the Knights of Templars who were the people who were protecting God's word, but they they actually became very corrupt. And um, they were all assassinated and thrown into prison at one big roundup, basically, on Friday the 13th. And so that is one theory as to what started the whole, oh, the Friday the 13th thing. The other is, you know, there were 12 disciples who stayed at the Lord's Supper and one who was banished. So originally there were 13 of them, um, including Jesus, and Judas Iscariot had to leave because you all know the story. He was going to betray Jesus, so he left. So that's been another unlucky 13 kind of thing. But I want to say this, that as Christians, we are to put our faith in Christ. He says, over and over and over, that we are never to fear. So why not use the energy of fear about this date of Friday the 13th and put it into a renewed energy of hope, of love, and well-being? It's truly amazing that when you retrain your brain and you retrain the words that actually come out of your mouth to be energetically positive, it's going to change your life. And it's going to spread words of encouragement and love to those around you. So we're going to have an entire show later on where we're going to really talk about words. But let me get into what this podcast is going to be all about, because I want you to understand what you're going to be listening to and the journey that you're going to go on with me. Because I believe life is, wow, isn't it such a journey? I know for me, my journey has been pretty amazing. It's been fun. It's been scary. It has been rocky, heartbreaking, wonderful. All of these things wrapped up into this road that we're all traversing. And I know each one of you also has an incredible journey. And we're all in different places on this journey. 
So I want you to think of this podcast as a journey, an exciting journey, and I want you to be educated, inspired, and informed, and use this magnificent part of your body that God created, which is your mind, to ask questions, to dive into topics that are typically not discussed, especially in church, um, but are important. Because God says in Matthew to love him with all of our hearts, with all of our souls, and with all of our mind, we are supposed to use our minds. So I want you to buckle up and let's discover together what theosynthesis is all about. And I know that's a big old mouthy word. So to just give you and back up a little bit of history for, for me, I have always been this crazy health nut and a science geek. I am. I will just get out there and say it. I've been a self-professed science geek. I love science. My undergraduate degree is in biology, and I have just found the study of life to be fascinating. And so as I've gone on this uh, journey in my life, I was met as a health nut doing everything right. I ate right. I exercised. I was doing everything right. And then boom, I get told that news that none of us want to hear. Hey, Paula, you have a massive tumor in your chest. This was the first time. I was 43 years old. My kids were young. I was healthy of what I thought. I mean, I was just busy doing my own thing and living my life and went down to some top doctors in Houston, Texas to find out what this big tumor was in my chest and was told to get my affairs in order. And you talk about rocking your world. Well, that'll do it. He didn't say, we think you're going to come out of this. It was, we're going to do this surgery, but we don't think you're going to survive it. So all that to say, obviously I made it through and it actually turned out to be a massive spinal cord tumor that had grown into my chest and, but had wrapped itself around my spinal cord, which explained why I always had back pain. But <laughs> being the, being a woman, you know, we're doing our thing, running around, checking and taking care of everyone else. And I just thought it was normal for my back to hurt, but it was actually that spinal cord tumor. So I survived this, that surgery and also a subsequent surgery of um, the actual spinal cord surgery in itself, which, you know, they told me this could cause paralysis. You actually should already be in a wheelchair. And I said, I looked right at the doctor and just said, hey, I was running three days ago. So I survived that. Seven years later, I'm back to running half marathons. I'm feeling great. And then boom, I find out I have another large tumor in my chest. I, I could not wrap my brain around it. And it was actually in my left lung this time. So I went back to the same wonderful surgeon who said the same words to me, Paula, this is in your lung and it's big and I need you to get your affairs in order. And such de deja vu, here I was again, faced with another scary surgery of having your chest cut open and the unknowns. But this time I was 50 years old I'd actually seen the birth of my first grandchild, 
And I had a different mindset then. Of course, I you know wasn't ready to leave, but I told God, hey, if this is my time, I have lived an amazing life. Well, as you can tell, here I am today, and I survived yet another huge health scare. And all of this to say, it has led me to where I am right now, recording this podcast. Hello, friends. I'm Dr. Paula McDonald, and I want to thank you for listening to my podcast. If you like it, I would love it if you would give me a thumbs up or even leave a review, depending on which app you're using to listen. Be sure to hit subscribe as well, so you'll receive an alert each time I drop a new episode. You don't want to miss any. And for more resources, visit drpaulamcdonald.com today. So five years ago, I've now come through the surgery and I have a, a lot of people asking me about my health and wellness routine in knowing my story, knowing that I had survived two massive tumors and I defied all odds. Of course, I've always given God the credit, but I've always sought him as to, okay, God, I know you've kept me here for a purpose. What is that purpose? And as a former teacher, I've always loved the whole education process and, and teaching. And I had a lot of women that asked me to start teaching them wellness seminars. Because after my lung tumor, I had to really come home and think about everything I was using in my home. Candles, plug-ins, aerosol sprays, things I was putting on my skin that is absorbed into your body. And I went on a purge for seeking out all the toxins and chemicals that were in products that I used every day. And I had to completely change my thought process on that. I had to go through, read all the ingredients, and then make the decision. Is this something that's going to stay in my house or is it something that has to leave? And seriously, I took out trash bags of items, which... Yes, it cost money, and yes, it was expensive, and I've had people tell me, I can't do that, it's just too much money. And I look them straight in the eyes, and I say, let me tell you what's expensive. What's expensive is a half a million dollar amount of surgeries, almost losing your life, losing a big chunk of your breathing apparatus, your lung. So when you start looking at cost, you gotta decide, what's the real cost? And the real cost for me was looking at ways that I could change my life and the things that I was breathing. Those are things I could control. I can't control the air pollution out there and the things that I'm exposed to out in the world, but I can certainly make changes on my own life. So as I dove into all of that, I am asked, will you please teach us, Paula, what are those things? Tell us the toxins that you're looking at. And I started teaching these wellness workshops. And as I'm working on one, it was almost such a revelation. It truly was a revelation of God speaking to me and saying, Paula, yes, you're teaching these women about health and wellness and exercise, but you're leaving something out. And I knew I was leaving him out. And I needed to include him because I could see this perfect balance and cycle of health, wellness, 
but yet that spiritual connection to God. I knew I needed to incorporate that into my seminars. And so I was thinking about how do I, I'm such a visual teacher, how do I come up with a visual diagram? And the diagram that came to my mind was photosynthesis. You know, you've got the sunlight, you have this perfect cycle of the plants and the CO2 and the O2 and everything is in just this perfect, beautiful cycle. However, if one thing were missing from that cycle, it would cease, it would no longer work. And so this word theosynthesis popped into my brain and I wrote it down and I kept working. And then I thought, you know, I need to Google that word. And I Googled it and nothing came up. And I thought, hmm, maybe I didn't spell it correctly. So I put it back in and once again, nothing came up. And I'm telling you the truth. I pushed my chair back away from my computer and I looked up and I said, God, did you just give me a new word? And I'm telling you what, I heard it so clearly. Yes, I did. And I expect you to do something with it. I didn't hear, I want you to do something with it. I heard, I expect you to do something with it. And of course, what do I do? I start arguing with God himself. Hey, hey God, are you sure you want me to have this word? And I, these are the exact words I said to him. I said, God, I just have this little biology major. I'm not equipped to do something with this. This word doesn't even exist. And I said, I do not have a PhD in theology. And I'm not, I'm not your person. But it never left me. It was so powerful that immediately I got out my journal and just started writing the word down and this outline of what theosynthesis was just came to life. And I drew photosynthesis a little as best I can. I'm terrible at drawing, but I drew an outline of photosynthesis. You've got the sunlight and then all this perfect thing happening. So on, on theosynthesis, I had the sunlight, the S-O-N light, not the S-U-N light. So here's God, here's Jesus, the sunlight coming in with health, wellness, spiritual, all of that working perfectly together. And what I saw was this, if you leave the God part out, you have a God gap. And what happens when we have a God gap, because I believe when God says we are created in his image, that that means down to the DNA level. Therefore, we are wired to seek and know God. But in his wisdom, he created us to have free will. Otherwise, we'd be robots, just, I love God. And he didn't create us that way. He created us to seek him and make the choice on our own. When we don't choose God, we will have a God gap. And what does everybody do when you have a God gap? You know something's missing. So you're going to try to fill that God gap with anything and everything other than him. Drugs, sex, shopping, too much exercise, too much focus on self, 
whatever it is, you're going to be feeling that. You're going to be spinning your wheels over and over because you're not filling it with the right thing, which is God Almighty. Therefore, theosynthesis. Theos means God, and synthesis is in union with. So it encompasses this whole beautiful cycle like photosynthesis with God. And so that is what birthed this book, Theosynthesis and Live Today. And it is, it's been an amazing ride. I will tell you that. It has been so much fun. It has been exhausting. And I can say now, five years later, God knew what he was doing because I can no longer argue that I don't have a PhD in theology because that happened in the last five years. So he knew what was happening in my journey. I couldn't see it. Um, and my lesson there is I need to stop arguing with God. He, he doesn't want me to argue with him, but I do it anyway. So this book, we're going to go into so many things, but one of the first things that I want to share with you is about theosynthesis and what really put me on this um, whole journey was as I was writing my first set of notes, it was very clear to find every scripture that I could that said the word light, energy, and power. And I have these listed on pages 27 through 31 of my book. And I have Old Testament scriptures in one of the first ones I have from 2 Samuel 22:33, this God is my strong refuge and has made my way blameless. Then from Psalm 68:35, awesome is God from his sanctuary, the God of Israel. He is the one who gives power and strength to his people. Blessed be God. And then as we go into the New Testament, there are so many references to the power of the Holy Spirit and to, you know, opening up of the whole book of John about light. And as I started thinking from a scientific standpoint, light is energy. God created it. It is energy. We do have power within us. Oh my gosh. It sort of blew my mind when I started doing this whole Bible study on finding all of these scripture references about God and his power. And when we know as Christians that we are truly and fully filled with the Holy Spirit, if we even had a half of an ounce of what that really means to have the power of the Holy Spirit within us, it would absolutely, it just blows me away. And I know it would blow, blow you away when you start to really dive into it. So, Theosynthesis is so many different things all wrapped into one. And this is what I'm super excited about in sharing this with you. I knew that in writing the book, I needed to get it out on paper, but there are so many more things to discuss in each chapter. We are going to be able to take a super deep dive into all of these wonderful topics I, and let me just read to you a few of them because we're going to have fun on this journey. Let me just tell you that. But we're going to talk about knowing God's will, harnessing his energy that is available to all of us. 
We're going to talk about prayer and meditation and worship. We're going to talk about radiating God's love and his energy. We're going to talk about creative energy and actually co-creating with the Almighty Creator. We're going to talk about caring for our temple, balance and rest, nutrition, exercise, yucky chemicals and toxins, and emotional health. Also going to really dive into some interesting things that I found about the unveiled marvels of the universe on vibration and frequency, on power of the spoken word, and healing through our connection with God. Also, I think it's super important to talk about self-care. How are we caring for ourselves? And that's not just what we're putting in our body, but what we're manifesting in our words and our thoughts. We're going to deep dive into DNA, God's fingerprint that's all over our cells, and so much more. You guys, I cannot begin to tell you how excited I am about this topic, and I think you're going to find that out. And I encourage you to come along this journey with me and seek me out. I want to hear your questions. What are those things that you're thinking about, that you have questions about? And we'll, we'll unpack those together. I cannot wait. And then I invite you to stay on this journey with me. I will have a new program out and it's going to be about God and cycles. We're going to talk more about this whole thing about balance and wholeness in our next show. So you guys, seriously, buckle up. This is going to be fun. I cannot wait to get to know you and for you to get to know me. So as always, I always say this, are you ready to fully live today? Take care. Thank you for joining me, friends. My prayer for you is that you would seek to live today and every day in balance and in abundant connection with God.